It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 478 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, the chief cohort and crazy, here to bring the facts and fire to your day, enjoyably sipping on my coffee. Today on the show, Heroes in Crisis. Also on the show today, Crime on the Moon. <laughs> But first, today is Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. We got some holidays to celebrate. Uh, Celebrate? (laughs) That's right. It is uh, National Shrimp Day. Yes. Shrimp. Shrimps. Uh Love me some shrimps. uh, Honestly, the best shrimp I've ever had is at Bubba Gum Shrimp, which uh, is weird to say because it's based on a movie. With a big shrimp joke in it. But those shrimp are darn good. Bubba Gump is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to remember what I had when we were there. Because I'm pretty sure I need to kick myself because I don't think that I had shrimp. You didn't have shrimp at Bubba Gump Shrimp? I know. I, <laughs> and it's taken me since December when we went to realize that... <laughs> I don't think I had shrimp at Bubba Gump Shrimp. Uh, like I, like I don't. The only coconut shrimp I've ever had in my life is from Red Lobster, and mm-hmm. I hate it. And so I thought I just hated coconut shrimp. Okay, but you got to have it at another Red Lobster other than our Red Lobster. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I went to we went to Bubba Gump Shrimp, and they had this like big shrimp platter thing, and it was like five different kinds of shrimp. But one of them was coconut shrimp. I'm like, okay, I'll get that, and I'll give Deidre the coconut shrimp. Mm. But I ate the first one, and I'm like, this is my favorite shrimp of all time. It was amazing. Poor Daedra. So, yeah, she, I gave her one, but <laughs> she didn't get all of them. <laughs> she was so looking forward to that coconut shrimp. And you can have my coconut shrimp. I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Oh, my gosh. I lied. Mm. You are definitely not codependent. Mm. <laughs> not anymore. I used to be. At least not in terms of your wife. Now, I have learned Now that... I know she's stuck with me, so I don't have to worry too much. Wow. For shame. <laughs> Deidre, you're not stuck. <laughs> Got three kids out of her. She ain't going nowhere. She doesn't want those three kids on her own. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you right now. I have never been more disappointed. Oh, that's how you lock it down. He's really not a jerk, y'all. You lock it down. He's really not. That's how you settle in for life. Yeah. <laughs> He's also incredibly terrified that she will one day leave him. Constantly in the back of my mind, yes. <laughs> one day she will wake up and realize, I don't want to be here. She'll, she'll come to gone. her senses. Yeah, so I just got to ride that I high. You say I can't do something? Gotta ride, Watch me. Got to ride that high until it happens. <laughs> oh, it's also National Clean Your Room Day. Get it done, guys. So just to all, do it. All the parents out there who keep telling their kids, clean your room, and you go in and you're like, the room's not clean. <sighs> You can tell them today, listen, it's a national holiday. It is being observed by everyone across the nation. You have to do your part. It is patriotic for you to clean your room today. And all you parents who yell at your children to clean up your room while you yourself have a terribly messy room. Be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> do not be a hypocrite any longer. Be quiet. <laughs> My kid, why do you always tell us to clean our room when your room is so messy? Okay, well, what's what's happened with us is, you know, our kids throw their clothes all over the floor in there. Well, we also just don't have time to do laundry lately. 
And so in our room are giant piles of clean clothes. Yes, ours too. All over too. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so we're yelling at, why don't you just put your clothes in the hamper? And they come in and like, why is there clothes all over the floor? Like, well, they're clean. They can't go in the hamper. <laughs> so why don't you back off? Can't wait our, till you're two years older. You'll be folding don't all this. Open. They're just there for looks. <laughs> no, this is all their clothes all oh. over our floor. <laughs> That's funny. Our clothes we at least lay out nicely. <laughs> so I have a chair in the corner of our room that all of our clean clothes go on to. Mm-hmm. And Chris is really good because he doesn't like wrinkles. They don't bother me too much. Yeah. But he like really I does not tell. like wrinkles. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, so he hangs up his shirts and puts his laundry away, but I've got a chair mm-hmm. for my laundry and without fail come like Saturday or Sunday, I'm putting the clothes back on the chair, you know, <laughs> on the laundry chair. This yeah. Is where it goes. But by Wednesday, while trying to get ready for work in the morning, I'm so frustrated that I can't <laughs> actually find anything that I'm like <laughs> slinging clothes off that chair, just going all yep. over the floor. And then, yeah, come mm-hmm. Friday morning, there's just this trail of clean <laughs> clothes across the floor. And I'm like, yeah, that's my fault. I have no one to blame but myself. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes uh, that 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 hit home. Yeah. That hit home right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's always like <clears throat> Eli has got to leave the house in five minutes to get to school on time. And he's just now telling me he doesn't have any underwear. And I'm like, okay. <gasps> no! How is there no underwear in his pile? It's so big. <clears throat> just wear these. These are moms. No one will know. <laughs> I did have to have Johnny wear one of Eli's pair of underwear once. They're all big on him. I'm like, just get tight shorts on. They'll hold them up. You're good. <laughs> It won't slide down out of you just because it's, you know, you got the, there's a crease in the middle. It'll stick it up there. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pull it up over the, over the, the brim of your shorts and fold it around. Oh my God. It'll stay up there. (laughs) Yeah. We've hit a new level of parenting at this point. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Well, Mo and I are nerds of several flavors, but we're also nerds for several flavors. And every week we like to showcase junk food that has recently been announced or even spotted in stores or on menus. That's right. And today we're going to kick it off with Kellogg's Lightyear Cereal with Space Ranger Marshmallows. Okay. It's another one of those cookie cutter, you know, themed branded cereals that they come out with. Two new ones every month. It's a uh, little... Stars. I think it's supposed to be more Lucky Charm flavored this time. So I think it's Frosted Stars, but it might be Cinnamon Stars. But anyway, and then just generic looking space marshmallows. Space Ranger marshmallows. But I'm really looking forward to that movie. Uh, me too. Really. Me too. And I'm just now realizing it's because it's turning something that I enjoyed as a kid into an adult thing. Not like an adult thing, but like, you know, it's like a real thing. It's making something real out of what was a toy. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Having a moment and it's not making any sense the way I'm explaining it. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm realizing this movie is made for us, not for kids. That's cool. what I'm saying. What's the next thing on our <laughs> list, Matt? Pantry packs, Mo. What? What this is a fat kid's dream. Oh, no. Reese's Kit Kat and York Peppermint Patties boxes with 25 snack-sized versions of the candy for your pantry or fridge at home. <laughs> so, you know, the boxes that you see in the gas stations or when you would go to the ball field and you'd... You buy a snack. No, you can have now it you in can your, have fridge it your own. Yeah, essentially, it's it's essentially like getting one of those things at the <laughs> checkout counter. It's your own box. <laughs> I'm crying because uh, my scale is going to yell at me. And also, I would love to have all three of these in my freezer all the time. All the time, man. All the time. <laughs> Smart food popcorns coming out with Doritos Nachos Cheese Limited flavor. Which, they're getting into everything, that smart food popcorn. Uh, Star Wars. Okay, so this is cool. This This is how you do a fancy branded cereal, okay? Okay. Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi Frosted Flakes. They actually did something more than just put the name of the movie on the cover. 
because it is a mixture of normal Frosted Flakes and chocolate Frosted Flakes. Like, it's a legit new mixture of cereal that you can't normally buy. And that makes it funner. Funner. Sure. (laughs) All right. Bluebell chocolate peanut butter overload ice cream. Okay. Bluebell Bluebell for, for the most... For, for most of my life, Bluebell's flavors have been pretty straightforward. Okay. Right? No. What do you mean no? <laughs> they haven't been straightforward. Like, they have a lot of, like, crazy flavors. Right, but that hasn't been the case until, like, the last five, ten years. Okay, so here's the thing. I never knew that Bluebell was an oh, okay, ice cream okay, until okay. we That's moved right. here. That's right. So, you're right. You're right. You're not in the area. Yeah. All right. So, so I don't know. For, for most of my childhood, you had various, like, the craziest they got was, like, a Rocky Road. Okay. Okay. They have been coming out with crazier flavors in the last, mostly the last five years. That's what I love about it. But I haven't tried any of them because I love the standard flavors of Bluebell. And I thought this is going to kind of ruin Bluebell for me if they just keep adding. Like, they are not Ben and Jerry's. I don't want them to be Ben and Jerry's. Oh, but they're so good. I tried Cookie Two Step for the first time. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Matt. I wanted to. Hook that up to my veins. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How is that so good? I don't know. <laughs> so this is their new flavor. Bluebell chocolate peanut butter cup overload ice cream. So it's a milk chocolate ice cream with chocolate coated peanut butter cups and peanut butter cookie dough pieces. Mm. That mm. sounds amazing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the red, white, and blue. That comes out in the summer, also. Okay, what's amazing. what is that one? So it's blueberries. It's vanilla ice cream, a vanilla based ice cream with blueberries and strawberries okay. in it. I would hate that, but oh, it's delicious. But most it's my favorite. I'm not a fruit in. Is there actual fruit in it? So yes, but here's the thing. I strawberries you have to do right inside of ice cream and Haagen Dazs is the only ice cream right. that I had ever found that did it correctly. Right. It like didn't hurt your teeth. Right. Bluebell also does it correctly. Okay. I prefer just the flavor. I don't want little bits of fruit. Yeah. If I want strawberry ice cream, I want strawberry ice cream, not strawberries in strawberry ice cream. There's no reason for it. There's no need. I don't get it. Anyway. That's why I don't buy Neapolitan ice cream, because there's always strawberries in the strawberry part. Why? I don't think Bluebell actually has a strawberry ice cream. Like, all of their ice creams, for the most part, have a vanilla or a chocolate base, and then it's what they add into it. I feel like I've seen a pink one. A pink package. I'm fairly certain. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> 300, uh, 365 Whole Foods Market has a new breakfast taco Tortilla chip. What the heck? Bag. It's seasoned with chorizo spices. And it's very intriguing to me. I would like to try it. HEB Market Street is having what's known as Bacon Fest at all their stores. They've got Bavarian bacon danishes, bacon caramel thumbprint cookies, chocolate covered bacon strips, bacon explosion chocolate chip cookies. Dang. Most of that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of it sounds amazing. I would I would really, really like to try a bacon explosion chocolate chip cookie. That sounds that's great. Mm-hmm. Baskin Robbins, uh, also um, getting into weird breakfast territory, is coming out with a new breakfast in bed ice cream. It is a buttermilk pancake and maple syrup flavored ice cream with fluffy pancake pieces and a blueberry compote swirl. And then Baskin Robbins is offering a tall stack cake, an ice cream cake made to look like an actual tall stack of pancakes. Now, while they will probably encourage you to get the buttermilk pancake maple syrup ice cream in it, you can customize the internal flavors of the ice cream and the cake to whatever you want. But it is topped with a caramel praline, quote unquote, syrup and a scoop of vanilla ice cream made to look like a dollop of butter. Hey, it's actually a pretty cute looking cake. That's pretty cool. Uh, Kraft is debuting new gluten-free mac and cheese single-serve cups for all you gluten, anti-gluten gluten fanatics out there. Gluten, gluten, yeah, gluten intolerance. That's, <laughs> that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Can't be intolerant these days. Excuse you. I'm pretty certain that anyone who's on the keto diet is intolerant of specific things as well. 
What? what? Uh, sugar? You're not intolerant of it. You just aren't going to eat it. You are intolerant <laughs> of it. You're not tolerating it, are you? I'm intolerant of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> same, friend, same. <laughs> Del Taco is now selling Sprite's Purple Pear Poppers beverage. A limited time fruit juice popping boba drink. Have you gotten into any of those? The bobas? Yeah. No. Ugh. Topher loves them. I hate ugh. them. Ugh. This is just a, ugh. It's a gross, yeah, it's I don't a gross like, thing. I don't like a drink that <laughs> I have to chew. I get like a slimy ball of something. It's usually like tapioca, and it? it's like something gross. Well, <laughs> they have different flavors. Right, and this is one of those. Yeah. But it's, ugh, no, no thank mm-hmm. you. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is coming out with a new Cloudberry Sunjoy drink nationwide. Uh, Sunjoy is their name for an Ar- Arnold Palmer, half lemonade, half tea. Uh, this version adds cloudberry and cherry blossom flavors to the mix. And according to the chain's website, the cloudberry itself provides hints of raspberry, mango, apricot and passion fruit flavors uh it's a berry that's native to arctic climates and can be found in scandinavian cuisine you ever heard of a cloudberry before Mm-mm. yeah so mm-hmm. chick-fil-a going out there on a limb doing something nobody else doing good for them <laughs> french's is introducing a new line of creamy mustard spreads which just makes me want to vomit saying it in three flavors creamy yellow Sweet Applewood and Honey Chipotle. Listen, you didn't have to say it like you said it. <laughs> Creamy mustard Creamy mustard spreads. Yeah, you made me want to vomit too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. 7-Eleven has new mini spicy breakfast empanadas. Mm. A new snackable breakfast item is available all day and features sausage, egg, cheese, peppers, and spices wrapped in a flaky, buttery crust. Sunmade, like the Raisin Company, is coming out with grape jerky. Instead of individual raisins, they are smashed and shaped into fruit leather to resemble jerky. We had that... uh, Banana and walnut jerky. Mm-hmm. That was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. It tasted <laughs> like somewhere between baby food and baby poop. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> Twizzlers is coming out with some new filled twist tropical blast flavors with pink guava and paradise punch. All right. Swedish fish coming out with Swedish fish and friends. It's hard to say all that. Uh, which adds to the normal Swedish fish, the strawberry Amazon River dolphin, and the watermelon green sea turtle. So, can I ask you a question about the Twizzlers? Yeah. Are they licorice? Technically, yeah, I would assume so. You clearly don't remember our debate that we got into a few weeks ago. Oh no, I do, and I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. No, it is not licorice. <laughs> It is not. Uh, honey, vanilla, Cheerios are coming out, which is just, we just had banana caramel announced last week. Now we're getting honey, vanilla. Uh, Duncan is coming out with a cornbread donut, which has got like a savory sweet thing going on because yeah. it's the corn, the donut itself is normal, like kind of sweet cornbread, and it's just got a, like a soft drizzle of icing on the top, but it's not heavily. Mm-mm. I think it would be great. Okay, Matt, back to the Cheerios. Is the vanilla really going to be that (laughs) strong of a flavor that it's going to be that different from Honey Nut Cheerios? I bet it would be. Do you really think? Vanilla is a pretty strong flavor, yeah. I don't think so. I think (laughs) everybody's going to buy a box, and then they're going to be like, this tastes just like Honey Nut Cheerios. What are you doing, Cheerios? Go take a swig of uh, vanilla extract and tell me if it has a flavor. I'm not saying it doesn't have a flavor. It's, it's a I'm strong flavor. I don't think it's going to be that different and that strong of a flavor that we're going to tell a huge difference in honey vanilla and honey nut. Also, the oh, honey nut you. Cheerios oh, very much. also has an added nut flavor to it, which this will not have. I've never felt like I've tasted nut in honey nut Cheerios. Never. I don't feel like I'm eating a bowl of cereal with pecans in it or almonds. I really don't. 
Sheesh. I don't think I ever would have heard, thought that I would have heard you yell that particular grievance. <laughs> I just, Cheerios could be doing so much more. Like, why? Why just honey vanilla? Like, I, just, I don't get it. <laughs> the only people buying this cereal are basic white girls. <laughs> oh gosh! Okay, stop it. <laughs> Last thing on the list. Um, this is kind of a, a, a neat and serious one. It's uh, Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams is putting out a new uh, what's called a sunshine ice cream, but it's actually just gray. It's gray-colored ice cream, but it's a citrusy flavor, uh, and it's in honor of Mental Health Awareness Week, which is this week. Uh, the concept of the ice cream is that it appears muted gray as a rain cloud, but tastes like a ray of sunshine, as a play on the mind and a pleasant reminder that things aren't always what they seem. So Jenny's Sunshine Ice Cream is meant to raise awareness of children's mental health, and the brand is donating $25,000 to On Our Sleeves, which is a nonprofit with the goal of breaking stigmas around children's mental health very cool yeah, i like it i'm kicking myself for judging it gray ice cream like right oh yeah and, and there was a picture and i'm like this looks like wet concrete yeah, okay. <laughs> i don't know if i'd want to eat it yeah but uh i think it's pretty cool it is cool all right let's take a break here when we come back we've got your weird news for the day stick around Crippling fear, heart pounding, pulse racing, knees shaking, voice cracking, tears forming. Control seems unattainable and the unknown fills your head with crippling fear. In 2017, two of my children and I were in a pretty terrifying car accident. The fact that we all walked away practically unharmed was nothing short of a miracle. Unharmed on the outside, at least. Four years later and some of that crippling fear still creeps in from time to time. My oldest, who was in the front seat when the accident occurred, has just recently gone through driver's ed and earned his learner's permit. As I've watched him go through this process, I've been reminded just how deep unseen wounds can be and the effects fear can have over us. In times of deep, crippling fear, I often find myself clinging to the promise that Jesus came to bring peace. We hear it prophesied in Isaiah 9 as Isaiah is speaking to the tribe of Judah and tells us of a virgin birth and that he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace. But I think even greater than the words of Isaiah are the words we hear from Jesus himself. As Jesus is in his final days on earth, he takes time to offer hope to his disciples, telling them in John chapter 14, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let us remember that promise is not just for the 12, but that promise is for anyone who follows Jesus. Anyone who gives their life to him can stand firm on the promise that even in the hardest of situations, filled with immeasurable fear, Jesus is our peace. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And hey, make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for at the Back Row LTN and connect with us. Now it's time for Mo's Fact of the Day. A shrimp can average about six inches, while the longest ever found was at 16 inches. That's a giant shrimp. That is no shrimp of a shrimp. <laughs> That's one. Unshrimpy shrimp. <laughs> Not so shrimpy shrimpy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, now it's time for SSA News. We're going to 
share a weird we're gonna news. Weird out. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna share a weird news story with you and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers pack. All right, gang. In space, no one can hear you commit a crime, except for Canada, because Canada is planning to extend its criminal jurisdiction all the way to the moon. It makes you wonder what happened. Like, why do they? <laughs> right. Why do they feel the need to do this? Right. What, what Canadian crime happened up right. there? Tad, inform us. What happened on the moon that was so unjust? He doesn't live in Canada. <laughs> oh yeah, Canadian. Does he not? No. <laughs> why does he always say go Canada? Um, he either. I don't remember if he just lived there or if he was born there, but he doesn't live there now because I remember we said about something that was on a Junk Food Tuesday, hey, send us this. And he goes, you know, I don't live there now, right? (laughs) My bad. It's to make sure that astronauts and future space colonizations are accountable for their actions and they need to be held accountable to Canada. (laughs) Canada specifically is blazing a trail for all the tax fraud and and uh, all right just go on with the news story come anyway, on come on Canada's criminal code already accounts for astronauts who may commit crimes on the way to the international space station but soon the long arm of the mounty law could extend to the moon and beyond uh, <laughs> I mean there's not much more to it it's just it's weird <laughs> But that does make you think, like, do crimes happen on the International Space Station? I don't think any crimes have happened on the moon. Aside from trespassing, because we don't really own the moon, right? I mean, not ours, really. But does anybody own it? <laughs> because if no one owns it, then it's like, it's it's free land, right? Like, Is that how that works? You can just claim can... it if it's, if it's not owned by anybody? Like, but this mine now. But nobody's claiming it. We're just, we're visiting it. No, they claimed it. They put the flag on it and everything. No, that was just our way of saying we are so grateful for all that you do for us, Moon. Thank you. I'm going to put my flag in your house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so grateful for this invitation. Here's the flag of my family crest. May it forever wave here in your living room. (laughs) I mean, we never told any other countries that they couldn't go put their flag there. Right? So anyway, the law reads here, a Canada, Canadian crew member who, during a space flight, commits an act or omission outside Canada that is committed in Canada, that if committed in Canada, sorry, would constitute an indictable offense, is deemed to have committed that act or omission in Canada. Hmm. So, if you're Canadian and you're in space, you're still under Canadian law, no matter where you are. What I'm hearing is that Canadians... Canada views their own people as very smart, highly intelligent, criminal-minded people. Right. Yeah, okay. I was wondering. I was like, no, it sounds like they think that all, even Canadian astronauts are going to go up there and, like, steal some stuff. Yeah. Like, somebody has this idea of committing a criminal offense, but they're like, you know, if I do it here, I'm going to face jail time. There's going to be a penalty, you know, but... Ain't no, I can go to the moon. <laughs> Ain't no cops in space. Yeah. <laughs> See, America would never hey. make that a law because we don't think that way. <laughs> Canadians are just way too smart. <laughs> Ain't no cops in space, eh? Oh, man. Oh, all right. <sighs> I have to take a drink after that one. <laughs> So that brings us to today's white answer card. The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday School Answers is being arrested in space by the Canadian Moon Mounties. (laughs) This has been SSA News, sponsored by BackRowGames.com. I love that one. (laughs) All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. (laughs) 
We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize intentional community. Join our Facebook group by searching Love Thy Nerd Community. And if you not only like us, but, you know, like us, like us, you should join our Discord server at lovethynerd.com slash discord. We've got game lobbies, focused chat channels, spoiler rooms, and a whole bunch of niche nerdiness. Bottom line, we want to hang out with you. Come join us. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. This week, we're talking about mental health through the eyes of the MCU. Yesterday, we focused on the new Moon Knight series. Today, we're going to focus on several different recent series and movies. And first of all, spoiler alert, we will be talking about a lot of key story elements to several MCU properties this week. Secondly, trigger warning. This week, during these main segments, we're going to discuss some pretty difficult things that can be root causes for mental health struggles, grief, PTSD, etc. So if you currently struggle to the point where hearing it discussed could cause an issue, you might want to skip these topics. Before I get into the MCU, though, I want to share about a DC Comics short-lived series called Heroes in Crisis. Uh, Of course, the story itself goes into deep waters, uh, but it's more the concept that I thought was very interesting. Heroes in Crisis is a nine-issue limited series written by Tom King, and the series follows the crisis naming conventions of prior DC crossovers. But unlike prior crisis events, Heroes in Crisis did not focus on a cosmic threat. Instead, it expands on the concept that King introduced in Batman, the Sanctuary Rehabilitation Center, which is based on veterans' crisis. Crisis centers. According to King, the idea for Heroes in Crisis was conceived in 2016 after he suffered from a panic attack and went to the hospital, and his grandmother, who raised him, died on the same day. King had to go through therapy, after which he decided to use what he learned in a DC comic. The homestead of the sanctuary on the cover of Heroes in Crisis number one is modeled after his grandmother's house as a tribute to her. Heroes in Crisis primarily deals with the emotional cost of being a superhero. It features several candid moments of superheroes and former villains letting their guard down and sharing their mental struggles. It's a beautiful idea. Uh, something the MCU might look into as well. In Black Black Widow, we saw Nat finding this in her quote-unquote family as she tried to find who she was and make sense of her purpose. In the Loki series, we saw Loki find that in uh, Detective Mobius and even in the other version of himself. In WandaVision, we see Wanda didn't have this at all. And even when she realized her issue, she didn't get help. Instead, she dug deeper into keeping to herself which we see the result in in Doctor Strange 2, currently in theaters. Essentially, the point of this discussion is therapy. Having someone qualified Mm -hmm. to talk to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that Christians and therapy, the church and the idea of therapy, Mm -hmm. have not mingled too well. Yeah. For most of our, <laughs> mm-hmm. most of our existence. Yes. What do you think that is, Mo? Why do I think that is? Yeah. Uh, because Jesus is our healer. <laughs> One of the, I, I know we're not specifically talking about Celebrate Recovery, but I remember in the first couple of years we were doing it, where I was doing it and I was seeing results, I, I found this website that was like 100% against Celebrate Recovery. I'm like... Why? Why? So I read like some of the comments and stuff. He's like, if you're, if you trust in Jesus, he will heal you from everything. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you're addicted to something. Have you tried just laying it at the feet of Jesus? Mm -hmm. I'm like, that, that, that number one, how dare you? Number two, that's not always as easy as it sounds. 
Do you, has it always been easy for you to lay everything in your life, even the hardest things, even the addictions of your life at the foot of the cross, just with no guidance, with no help, with no like growing and discipleship and learning and any of this, like you just know how to do everything perfectly. And Jesus is like, good job. Click. You're done. No more addiction for you. That, that <laughs> I'm not saying that never happens. But I'm saying it's a rarity. It's a it's a guilt trip thing too. It's a it's a it's a holy roller thing. Like, oh, I just have Jesus. I don't know what you need that for. What is so sad about that is that it, it is it is led to such a stigma uh, that you know if we're not getting the help in the church, then it's not good help. And the problem with that is that pastors are not therapists. Pastors often do not actually know how to help with mental health issues beyond that surface level biblical knowledge. They're not really trained. They're trained in like marital counseling, kind of, at seminary. They're not trained to deal with mental health issues, with with you know severe past trauma, with um, you know most addictions. Not your average. Not pastor. your average. Yeah, I mean, some, I mean, some yeah. are, and some have yeah. not. Like some are actually licensed therapists, mm -hmm. but generally speaking, that's not the position. Mm -hmm. But because there's been such th this this such long-standing stigma between churches and actual therapy, that's what the pastors have kind of been forced into. Mm -hmm. I'm not even saying that pastors uh, generally go out seeking, you know, to give that kind of advice. But if you have a member of your congregation who refuses to go see a therapist and thinks my pastor can solve all my problems, mm -hmm. well, the pastor is going to do their best with what they have to help. But they're not going to be able to do what a therapist is trained to do. Mm -hmm. And there are b b b millions, I'm sure, Christian therapists out there. Oh, yeah. That, you know, know that you're not here to compromise your faith with any kind of weird new age nonsense or anything like that, that you just want to get better and you want somebody who is knowledgeable on how to help make that happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Simple as that. Absolutely. I'm going to, I'm going to speak from a place of, uh, personal experience. Okay. My, um, grandmother, my Nana was a huge advocate for counseling. Um, she, my uncle struggled with addiction his entire life from the time that he was about 11, very heavy addictions. Um, and so you know, back in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, my Nana did a lot of Al-Anon, mm, which, yeah. you know, was a recovery group for family members of... Of alcoholics. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, she went to a lot of Al-Anon meetings, had like books upon books upon books, and was just incredibly knowledgeable in recovery and counseling. And I can remember when I was a young adult having conversations with her and just kind of thinking, this is the complete opposite of where my mom stood. Mm. My mom was very much, and it was the culture that I grew up in and the church that I grew up in, sure. yeah. you know, was very much Jesus is your healer. You know, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You can get over any problem that you have because Jesus is your strength. And so to have these two women in my life who were very contradictory of each other, but they were mother and daughter, it pulled me in two very different directions. Mm. But I also think that it very much paved the way for my future and through some struggles that I would go through. I don't think had it not been for my Nana, I don't think that I would have ever give celebrate, given Celebrate Recovery a second thought, mm. you know, had I not known that she had devoted so many years of her life to recovery, even after. And my uncle has been a recovering addict for almost 30 years now. Even after he turned his life around, she continued to attend meetings and continued to advocate for recovery. Um, 
had it not been for that, I probably would have fell into more of a mindset of my mom, Mm. you know? Um, And then having, when Chris and I went through some very difficult marriage, a very difficult marriage time, um, having Kevin, our old pastor at the time, tell me, you know what, I really think that you, you could benefit from counseling and pointed me in the direction of a Christian counselor who we, who we both know. And so having somebody from the church and then having my Nana, who was strong in her faith, kind of solidify that it's okay to go to counseling. It's okay to be in recovery. That does not negate the fact that you're a believer. You know, um, I think having those two instances kind of helped dilute yeah. those ideas of I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I think one of the um, biggest issues and biggest maybe disconnects between uh, the church and what they perceive as therapy is that they think therapy is something that it's not. They think that therapy is supposed to be out there as the cure to whatever you're dealing with. But as we both gone through therapy in one way or another, Mm -hmm. therapy is really just essentially helping you express thoughts that you are struggling to express Mm -hmm. and talk things out that you have been either unable to or too stubborn to talk out uh, prior to this. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not curing you. It's people that are essentially trained to help you understand yourself a little bit better. Mm -hmm. To help you sort through the mess. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're too close to it yourself. (laughs) And Jesus ain't talking out loud. So (laughs) we've got the Bible. And yes, we know what the Bible says. But the Bible isn't talking a specific uh, to your specific story and your specific uh, situation with uh, your husband or with your past trauma in the way that will help you open up and express things that you have been burying down deep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that can be a great catalyst towards that. But sometimes you need somebody who can put all those pieces plainly before you and then let you put them together. Mm-hmm. And we're just not, we're just not built to do that on our own. Now, not everybody needs full out therapy for that. Uh, or maybe not everybody needs one-on-one therapy. You mentioned Al-Anon, um, but there, there's group therapy out there. That, you know, I've tried it before. It wasn't for me, but it is for a lot of people. Situations where you get to sit around a room and talk with a bunch of people that are dealing with a very similar thing that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be in an actual therapist setting or situations like Al-Anon, uh, where you know, like Al-Anon is a beautiful organization because it really is a, a bunch of people who have an alcoholic in their family who don't really know how to handle it, don't know how to you know, always be you know, positive or supportive or when they need to be, uh, what they need to say, what they need to do, all that stuff. They don't know how to handle the situation. This helps them kind of figure it out, mm-hmm. not necessarily by giving them all the answers, but at least allowing them a place where they can safely talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a great reminder that you're not alone. Yeah. You know, which we always feel like we are. Yeah. Whenever you're in a deep time of struggle and despair, it's really easy for us to get in that mindset of nobody gets it. Nobody mm-hmm. understands. Nobody has ever felt the way that I'm feeling right now. Right. But when you're in a group therapy setting, it can be very positive to hear that other people are struggling in the same ways, that mm-hmm. you're not alone. So uh, with that, I guess just unless you have anything else to add, that's, that's essentially it. Don't stigmatize the idea of having, uh, you know, going to therapy. If you are struggling with something, you can't get past it. You can't talk about it. You don't feel safe talking about it or any of those reasons. It might be great to go to therapy. One of the main reasons, uh, one of the other main reasons that it's not always a great idea to rely on your pastor for something like this is because your pastor might be too close to you. Emotions and relationships and connections like that always kind of cloud our judgment on how we're going to help somebody 
because we want to protect them specifically. And sometimes that comes out inadvertently as protecting them from pain. When, like we said yesterday, pain is sometimes the thing you need to go through in order to get to the other side and be better. And so a therapist is more objective. This person likely doesn't know you uh, because that's typically a, a requirement, or at least doesn't know you well, um, and can be objective and can kind of see this all the stuff that you lay out at face value. And now they will get to know you over time, but now their goal is just to help you figure out where you're at Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to protect you. They're trying to essentially let you be hurt (laughs) because that pain is healthy pain. Right. So if you are one of those people that have, uh, thought about therapy, but are worried about what your church or your pastor or your friends might say, um, ignore them (laughs) (laughs) or at least, or at least ignore (laughs) that thought right? (laughs) and at least give it a try. So I'm going to give this illustration really quick before we end, you know how, um, I, I don't know who it was, but there was, I think a marriage counselor who talked about women have Spaghetti brains yeah, yeah, yeah. and men have waffle brains. It's a couple, brains. actually. It's a couple. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I think when you're going through grief or you're dealing with the effects of trauma, a lot of those feelings and emotions can feel like spaghetti. Yeah. They are all, all intermingled. Up. Yes, all tied together. And it's really hard to kind of sort through that and figure out, okay, I'm feeling this way because of this event. And I'm feeling this opposite way because of this other event. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's difficult to sort through all the chaos, Mm -hmm. but when you go through counseling, you go through therapy, that's an outsider's perspective. Who's able to sit back and say, okay, I can see all of this mess and I'm going to sort it into these different sections for you so that you can begin to heal on this part of the waffle and then you can move on to healing through this part of the waffle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't think that there's any better way to explain what you feel internally when you're dealing with grief and trauma other than spaghetti. Honestly, I can see it in a complete flipped capacity too. Really? You can go in having too much of a waffle brain. Things are too separated. You have, well, I'm dealing with this, but I have no idea why. And way back over here in this other section, you've ah. got something that's happened in your past that you've never connected Not, to. Yep. Like, well, let me throw a spaghetti strand in there and show you uh-huh. how you got from here to there. Yeah. And see if that might be the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so some of us can go in a little bit too waffly and a little too spaghetti. <laughs> and a therapist can help you figure out which one you are and get a good medium, a good happy yep. medium. Just got a sort. <laughs> it through and figure it out. I like that. Yeah. you think of our topic this week? Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Backrow LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share some things that we love. What do you love, Matt? Mine is simple. Um, no, that's that's what it is. Simple. simple. It's called it's an app called Simple. And it's a very simple, straightforward app 
to help you with uh, intermittent fasting, which is something I've gotten back into this week. Uh, something I've done multiple times throughout my life, being very ambitious this time, thinking that this might be the key uh, to helping me get back on my diet goals. So uh, I'm excited, but I was looking for a good app to do this because I've used different apps in the past and they've all been either uh, too complicated from mm-hmm. the get yeah, or not flexible enough in the free version to where I can actually set the times I'm going to be fasting. They're like, no, you have to do our preset five options. Yeah. And if you don't do those, then you're out of luck. Simple does have a paid version, but the free version is very well equipped with uh, pretty much everything you need to do what needs to be done. Uh, From what I can tell, the paid version is just more like, you get some articles and and I think you can like chat with somebody about your goals or whatever on the app anytime. Accountability. Yeah, but kind of, but <laughs> but more like coaching, I guess, would really be the yeah. A sponsor. Anyway, yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, app is really clean, very simple, very customizable. And uh, I am enjoying it. So if intermittent fasting is something that you're looking to do at some point, uh, this is not a sponsor, but I would recommend checking out Simple. Mo, awesome. what's something you love? Uh, days off. <laughs> <laughs> and I know everybody's like, well, duh, everybody loves days off. But here's the thing. I had 89 and a half hours. You don't have to justify your love of things. That's true. Okay. But I had 89 and a half hours of paid time off. Okay. Because I don't ever take days off. Mm -hmm. I'm really usually of the mindset, like we get Christmas break and fall break and spring break and the whole summer. (laughs) Like I don't need to take days off during the school year, you know? Wow. However. Wow. I mean, if you're sick, then take the day. Yes, of course. Right at all the teachers everywhere. (laughs) You know, most of the teachers who I talk to feel exactly the same. So I'm kidding. kidding. Anyway, but. Listen, after my debacle of a a beginning of the week, I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Forget this. I'm taking Friday off. Taking it off. So last Friday, I did not work. Took the day. Spent the entire day with Topher. He was getting ready for prom. Had prom on Saturday. Did he not have school? I kept him out of school. (laughs) Are you kidding me? This is a full school boycott for Friday. No, my other two kids went to school. (laughs) (laughs) But we had to take him to go get his learner's permit. He needed to test to get his learner's permit. And we had to get his haircut before prom. And the only time that Samantha could get him in in was Friday at 945. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to make a day of it. Forget it. And I got to spend the entire day with my oldest. And I cannot remember the last time that I did that. Mm. And it was, I even ate Taco Bell with him. (laughs) It was amazing. That's a sign of true love right there. Right? Thank you. parental love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's beautiful. Thanks. Well, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 146, 8. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down and the Lord loves the righteous. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.